What's happening, man? What's good? It's your boy Daryl Blaylock. We're back with Stop, Drop, and Listen. And I'm with who? Big Joe Rosati, man. We're about ready to start off 2023 with the banger. Big Joe Rosati, man. We just back, <laughs> back with a banger, man. <laughs> How was your New Year's, man? It was exciting. Was it? Very. What'd you do? Uh, get stuck in the rain on a four or five. <laughs> Man, it was a monsoon out here. Hey, listen, it never rains like this in California. No, no. It never. I tried to tell my friends, like, oh, it's raining. Yeah, like, oh, man, it's sprinkling. No, no, no. It actually was, it was rain. raining. It was actually raining for once. Man, yeah. So we all went to one of my, uh, well, not one of mine, but a showrunner of mine, who um, the showrunner for one of my shows. And so he had a party at his crib. And we just went out there and, um, you know, oh, yeah. kicked it for a minute. Yeah, right on, yeah. man. Nice. How about you? I worked a private party that was amazing. I ain't get no no invite. I couldn't get no invite. I was bartending, man. I I mean, I ain't get no invite to do nothing. Like, damn. I mean, I I got, that was easy money. Just chilling. Just sitting around. A bunch of people got bread and got made some money, went home. That was it. I love it. Yeah, it was beautiful. I I I heard everybody bitching about the rain all damn day (laughs) and night. (laughs) Rain one day hard in here and the whole damn town almost shut down. Listen, it's it's an inconvenience, all right? Because I should, you know, I could wear my good shoes any day of the week. Right. You know, I ain't got to put on no galoshes. I ain't got to wear no boots. I ain't got to have a umbrella. And I so, but that what gets me though. People out should actually have umbrellas. Yes. Like, what you got an umbrella for? Yes, it don't rain like that all the time. Like, right. What's wrong with you, right. man? Right, right. You know anything about galoshes, Mark? I do not. <laughs> I, I don't. Believe you you that. didn't have no snow boots growing up. No, no I, well, yeah, of course. Well, he probably yeah. had a mastermind plan for <laughs> something, right? <laughs> No, no, I had I had boots, and I was in in it's it snowed heavily in in Detroit. I got stuck in that whole Southwest thing. Oh yeah, um, and I can't. We got back right before the New Year, but um, but yeah, we were. I brought some nice shoes there. Wore boots every single day. It was rain, snow, sleet. I already know. You name it. I already know. Well, what's Galoshes? That's the that's the brand. Galoshes is like well, I don't know if it's a proper name. But I just know that's what my grandma and them call it. And so it's like rain boots, pretty much. Yeah. And it's all it is: rain and snow boots, like weather boots. So yeah. <laughs> Oh man, no, I never wore. I never wore no damn glasses. I ain't never worn none either. My feet just getting wet because yeah, I'm not putting no damn. Like everybody, I would see that would have galoshes on where people who like were girls, like who would you know could come to school with their galoshes. I, I saw one boy. His name was Milton. <laughs> Milton definitely had galoshes. Milton had galoshes. Milton. <laughs> <laughs> and he was kind of like, Daryl, why do you got uh, uh, plastic bags on your shoes? Right. <laughs> Come like, on, I'm protect them. Because I was not getting my shoes messed up. Believe well, man, that. I got I got a friend, man. He, he goes out and plays golf, and he tells me he puts one sock on, then he puts a plastic bag on, then another sock, and then he puts the golf shoe on. Like, is it that important to play golf? Like, it, it's not like you're playing competitively. A plastic bag. Hold on. He put okay, a sock, sock on. on. Plastic, plastic bag, bag, then another sock, sock. on. Make nope. no, so. <laughs> Exactly. I hope he wasn't a thief. You can hear him coming in. <laughs> Is he in Vietnam? God damn. What are you trying to keep him getting? <laughs> yeah, I, it makes no sense to me. I, well, the bigger thing is I wouldn't be out playing golf in the rain. Oh, no. It's not that important to me. But you know, man, when them golfers, man. Yeah, I know. But no, you don't want to play when it's raining well, and it's cold. You shake well, a ball. It's the worst well, feeling in the world. One would argue that golfers are just as obsessed as those horse race betters. Oh, my out God. There. No doubt. <laughs> okay, that's different though. Okay. Joe, what was, last time, what was the last time you bet on some horses, Joe? This morning. <laughs> <laughs> Had a nice little hit too. It was beautiful. 
almost choked on my tea. It was nice though, yeah. I almost choked on my tea, dog. <laughs> hey, at least I was honest about it this morning. <laughs> when last time you smoked crack? <laughs> this morning. Never. Never, never smoked no crack. I don't know about Emrod, though. Maybe that's how we got to the mastermind thing. <laughs> No comment. <laughs> That's that crack. I, you, I just, I can look like he has fifth crack over here. You ever, you ever hear uh, Chris Rock's bit about Krispy Kreme donuts? Yes. He's like, they so good. If, if they said there was some crack in it, you'd be like, I knew something was up. Anyway. So what are we going to start off with today? Mm. What you got? Well, I think off top, I think is um, Hamlin. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I mean, I hate to start out on a sour note, mm-hmm. but. Man, like, I've been watching football for a very, very long time, and I don't think I've ever in my lifetime seen, Mm -hmm. like, we've seen an ambulance come onto the field. Of course. We've seen all that. I've never in my lifetime seen a a guy have cardiac arrest (laughs) on the field. And so, I mean, for one, I know the players will never be the same. I mean, even if you was in that stadium, you probably would not be the same. Hell, the nation, I don't think, would be the same. I think in the NFL. And especially on Monday night. Oh, yeah. Monday night football, it. everyone saw it, and it just, I'm still kind of just, I couldn't believe what I saw. I know. You called me right after, like, no, no, it happened. We, I'm no, just we, like, we, we all got on the phone with that, like, like 15, 20 minutes later, you know, after it. And, and what's crazy, too, is, is we were talking earlier. Chuck Hughes, who played for the Lions back mm-hmm. in 1971, he actually died on the field as a heart attack. Oh, wow. And, no, I mean, you didn't have the, you know, the outlets to go ahead and see this happen then, you know. And I guess his uh, wife saw the play and just was in shock. I mean, yeah. I can imagine with Hampton, his, his mother, his mother was, was there. there. Mm-hmm. She rolled in the... Can you imagine seeing your child? That happened to your child, and then having to get onto the, go into the the no. ambulance with them. No. It's crazy, man. Well, Mike Vrabel said it best. I don't know if you saw the interview. He was talking it. about how you know, these his mom was there, and you know these mm-hmm. parents that watch their daughters and sons at events. They don't watch actual plays. They just watch their son or their daughter. Mm-hmm. And for her to be there and see that, it's just right. gut wrenching as a parent. You know, it's it's. The, the parents, are, we, we know how important they are for sports and everything else. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did you guys have any moments like growing up in sports? I remember some mm-hmm. of our like football, uh, like varsity years, stuff like that. It was like, you know, one of, one of our friends, you know, being on the team, obviously you guys are so closely knit and then having some things like that. And I think that's, that's as close as I can to relate to something like that is to, yeah. is one of those times being on the, the field and, and then, or sidelines or even in the stands and then having one of your friends or one of the other students at the school go down and never to the point where they passed out or something like that, but like a, um, a concussion or like broke something or whatever and, and seeing that their dreams slip away like that. Yeah. I've never, I mean, in, from Pee Wee to junior high, high school, college, I've never seen. I I've never had a teammate that was injured. Oh, I had a couple of them. One of them was kind of my fault. <laughs> and this was my freshman year, and I was playing offensive tackle, and he was playing guard, and we were doing. And he was a, he was lined up on me, and I was a five. So that basically means I'm gonna push uh-huh, him down and uh-huh. come back to the outside yeah. and get the backer. Mm-hmm. And he was a big dude, man. This dude was a big ass dude. He was probably like you know six one, about two hundred eighty pounds, and I was about you know I wasn't that big as a freshman. Pushed him down. He took out my my boy. Broke his whole compound on the ankle. Broke the leg in two places. Damn. My mom made me bring him cookies. 
because <laughs> I felt bad. He put in the yearbook to this day about wait, all that wait, shit. So you, so you, it was your fault, meaning like well, no, I just blocked him down and yeah. he blocked down, yeah, yeah, yeah. blocked down, but he didn't move quick. What, whatever would happen. I thought you were going to say like you missed, you missed the tackle or something. <laughs> oh no, no I just know. pushed. I, you know, I blocked down. You know, and just it was called a fan block back then. Yeah, and I know. Then, yeah, yeah. You know, and so the mm -hmm. thing is, I had that happen. Then um, our quarterback had a concussion our junior year. Damn, went to a hospital. Damn, and my you played left tackle. Yeah, he was a right-handed quarterback. Oh. Yeah, that's on you. Oh, yeah, that's really. on you. No, that well, my junior year I was a center, so. <laughs> oh, that, that, but that was on a, you then. No. Okay. No, not on the concussion. So okay. it is what it, I mean. It, it was crazy to see. That's why you know I was talking about last night with some people too. I mean, what happened in the Bill with the Bills game? Come on, man, we're never gonna see it. And Herm Edwards said it the best way too. He goes, "They expect to have injuries after life, but to see someone." Have a cardiac arrest on the field. It was no, just, you don't see nothing like that on a regular no. basis, man. No. And that, that's good. What crazy to me because it's like, I mean, you know, you know, remember back when you played football, like you know, real die for this, you know, <laughs> yeah. you, you know, that's yeah. your brother. You play for your brother. Yeah. Now we're going yeah. to war. We're going to battle. You know, but this, like, it's a real. That's a reality that someone can die mm -hmm. any given mm -hmm. time while you're playing. You hear me? Mm -hmm. And that's the crazy thing to me. And the reality is, you saw the emotions of all the players on both sides oh, of the ball. Shook. Oh, was, them boys were spooked, man. <clears throat> them boys were spooked a long way. And that's crazy because, like, again, we ain't never seen nothing no. like that. And it could very well, it could be them, it could be anybody on that field at any given time, man. Mm -hmm. But my thing is that, like, I had like a lot of my friends who played pro ball. And like you have to play for at least I think now it's, it's your fourth year. It used to be I think it's your fourth year to get your pension. Um, okay, right. So right, so now, but like you have to play until your fourth year. Hamlin's only a second year player. Yeah, like even the disability. Um, they used to get like fifty six hundred I think for disability. Now now it gets I think it's three thousand now. It's, I, I, I'm not really familiar right. with the numbers. I know there, there's some differences um, in the numbers from when, it, like back in the day to now, but they're actually getting less now. And so, I guess the point I'm trying to make is that you got like he's, he's in the second year. He's young. Yeah, he's and very young. Like he's he doesn't really have a guaranteed too. contract. The boy yeah. only making he boy making eight hundred and twenty six thousand dollars this mm -hmm. year, and I think he had a hundred twenty six thousand dollar bonus of so if they make it to playoffs or something, or if he, right. he finished the There's season. Those contract and see that's why I think some of these contracts in all sports need to be guaranteed for some reason. They well, gotta, especially football because yeah. think about it is is that what if he don't play no more? No, exactly. Like, what if he? What if, what if we don't know what kind of state he's gonna be in? I don't want to speculate. I mean, we we, we saw some reports today. He I think he's in critical but stable condition so he's you know working out of it you know yeah. and uh, and i know we talked a little bit last night too and it, it's gonna be a long recovery for him it's not gonna exactly be it's not oh it's not overnight no so not. how exactly. what does that process looks exactly. like yeah and that was the uh, you know i saw the the gofundme that he had for that toy drive yeah he's, he's got he like four million dollars now yeah, it's, it's currently at six million wow. six wow. million dollars bro so I, I think you know and they they changed the verbiage in it they said update because basically he was trying to raise twenty five hundred dollars do a good thing or whatever mm -hmm. and now it's like the, the the only place to go to if you do want to uh, pitch in and help. Right. So it's for the toy driving and his whole movement forward, but also based on his, his, what's going on and helping him out as well. Yeah. So hopefully that'll offset some of, of that course. stuff. You I know? mean, but yeah, that's the thing. I mean, I pray to God that he has a full recovery. He can come back and play football if he wants. It's just that, man, like, like you have to protect. I mean, I would think that these, these players, like, I think the owner of the Buffalo Bills, he's worth $2.6 billion. Mm. And I'm like, and you know he owns the Sabers as well, right? And I'm like, I mean, no, I mean, listen, I no hate to him, 
But I feel like these players, they put it on the line. They come from nothing already. Their, their families, nine times out of ten, their families ain't got money like that. They are the American dream. They are the family dream. It's just like, so, like, guarantee these players contracts, man. Like, any given to, any, like, look at, um, what's his name down in Tua? Tagalova, I don't know how I say his last name, Tagalova, something like that. But he played in Miami. Like, right. he's, he's on his second, he's on his second concussion for the season. And, he, you know, he might not play, but, I mean, you bring that up, but then you see what the Raiders did to Derek Carr. The reason why they released him is because if he got hurt, they would owe him $31 million, oh, and now they're off the hook. Who got released? No, basically, they benched Derek Carr. He's gone. What? You didn't know that? No, I mean, I know he got, I thought he got hurt. I didn't know he got benched. No, the reason why they benched him for the rest of the season is so they didn't have to pay the, so if he so if he got hurt, they would have had to pay him $41 million. Right. But if they, so they, they got, so they didn't take that chance, they're going to release him, so they don't have to pay him. But he don't have, he don't have a guarantee contract. Well, he did. He got some of it this year, but he doesn't. He would get forty minute, forty one million this year or, or twenty three, and then he would get six and twenty four. That's the way the contract's made. They said that's some cold. No, it's dirty ass shit, bro. That's some cold shit, bro. Wow, I did not know that. Mm. No, I mean they're all the, the, those contracts are so fucked up. And then you look at baseball. We, we just saw today, <laughs> and they just fucking here three hundred and thirty million dollars. That's crazy, dog. I mean, listen. I mean, I, I, we. This doesn't happen every day. When no, it, it comes doesn't. To football. No, it doesn't. But at it's the a, same it's time, a real, it's a real risk. Exactly. There should be something in the contract that something like this happens. You get so much money for the rest of your life. Let's just face the facts. And you know what? And on the flip side of this happening. You know, a lot of mothers is already not oh, letting their yeah. kids play football. No, Even my, for my sure. nephew included. My, you know, my nephew, like, he's an all-star when it comes to soccer. Right. I can only imagine what he would look like on a football field. But the mom, mom but, will let it happen. Mm-mm. Yeah. No. It's all changed now. And, and they probably lost They probably lost at least a couple hundred thousand kids playing football. Well, I mean, I, I don't know if I brought this up before, but, I mean, we talk about football is America's game. And we wonder why not a lot of countries didn't expand to it. It could be because of the concussions and the safety of the game. Because now, they're so strong, they're so big, they're so fast, the game has changed so much, and the equipment has been better for them. But it's still, Let me tell you it's, something. It's, it's I don't safe. care. Listen, I had a partner who was 6'3", ran, it was 240, ran a 4'4", that's a Mack truck. I don't care how much you. I don't care how you change how you change the pads, uh, how you change uh, the helmets. That's a Mack truck coming in uh, in you. But that's the uh, thing too, right? So if you have better equipment, theoretically, that's less of a danger in the person that's coming in to tackle or whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. So that's I saw um, Joe and I have a mutual friend Tom who I saw how he um, I think he did a video on it, but it was like. Uh, the the what to do within the NFL. It's like the the first year do like go back to like just the one th- the one bar or something like that. And after that you go no no face mask. After that you go back to the leather helmets. So even if you are a Mack truck, but you're li- you're not going to lead with your head. You're not going to do anything like that. So even you have, even if you're more protected, it almost <clears throat> makes the game da- more dangerous because you're more of like a a, a weapon when you're kind of yeah. coming in. Does that make sense? Yeah. You guys ever seen a leather helmet? <clears throat> I've never seen it, but I've seen it. I seen one in person. It was crazy. It was. It was. I still can't believe when I, when I was a kid. Well, I told this before. My buddy's dad played on the '48 Michigan Championship, and he had his leather helmet. And everything that <laughs> it's nothing. Like there's no protection at all. But that's but, why, like, if but it's the, the backyard. hitting was different. Yeah, you know. But 
I, it's so funny that we're having this conversation because I had an acting teacher I had, and he, you know, he came from a football family and everything else, and he doesn't think there's going to be a game in 20 years. I don't think it's going to be a game. Cause, but this this is the reason why I, I think it may be a, a, a game. It's not going to be the way it is, though, because I feel like society is going getting real feminine. Mm-hmm. And because of that, it's that you're going to have, like, it, like, even you take the whole skip tweet. He would have got away with that, saying that 15 years ago. Right. Now, everybody up in arms about it. And so that with, the, I think, with society's coming more and more feminine, I think that you're going to, you know, Oh no, that's not we can't believe you can't say that. You can't do this. We can't have that. And that's what's happening. So I Well, the thing with Skip is that was the, the you know the the topping for the cake. I mean, he's such a bum in the shit he he's he's been on one for a while. I told you the whole thing about what how he disrespected Shannon and dude Shannon's the man and even today what he said, he's just arrogant, man. He doesn't know what he, he doesn't know where he is half the time and he's older, you know? So I mean, I think it's fun. I mean, I don't even know what to do with that. You what, know? Did, Sh- did Shannon back him up? Oh, Shannon oh. went off on him this morning. Oh, oh but no, they were went, on, oh, yeah. oh, really? I didn't Sh- see Shannon that. was pissed yeah, this morning. Yeah, he was pissed morning. this morning. So I guess Shannon started his opening monologue. And the, uh, for the show, right? For the show. Okay. And then he brought up the, the tweet from Skip. The tweet. And Skip, and he was like, I would hope he would, he would delete it. And, and then Skip interrupted him and was like, uh, I'm not deleting the tweet. Like standing, he doubled down on this shit. It's, but you know what? This is the thing, right? With Skip, right? You got Skip is from the older generation, mm. and so I'm a man. I'm a. I'll say what I want to say. I said it. I stand on it. But you, you can't have that now because just like I said, society is getting more feminine, more politically correct, and you can't get away with the things that you used to say then. Now, and so he's a part of the old guard, like like old dog Russo. Uh, <laughs> I guess that's the way to put it. But I just, I you can't. I mean, it's Shannon Sharp, man. Have some respect. You know yeah, what I'm he's saying? Shannon, and I've talked about this before. I can't. It's Shannon Sharp. And this is coming from a Raider fan. He's the in the top 10, five tight ends of all time. He's a Hall of Famer. And not only that, I love him on that show. But also, though, but if you think about it from Skip, I mean, from Shannon's perspective, like his brother. Yes, his brother. Yeah, yes. He was brothers was in the same mm. position. Yes. Well, he'd have, he lost, he was. And that's what he was trying to talk about in this whole thing today Mm -hmm. about how he was paralyzed. I remember that when I was a kid. He was paralyzed because because Sterling used to wear that. He had the, Mm -hmm. he had on the back, he had the, like, I don't know if it was a lot. He had, it was like, he could take his helmet off so it wouldn't snap back, uh-huh. you know? It's a horse collar or something? No, like that? it wasn't a horse collar. It was really strange when he it was had. a strange hit. Yeah, yeah. It was just strange. It was and, like and, this hit. Like this hit. Like, and, yeah, and Sterling was, you know, it's just a disrespect. If Sterling never would have got hurt, Sterling probably would have been maybe top two receiver in the that's top a, that's three a fair in the league. Argument. You know, based off his numbers, his production, and all that. But so you can imagine the right. PTSD of Shannon Sharp seeing that. And so if I'm standing right across from you we, and we're about to debate, at the very least, have some type of compassion towards like, hey man, this happened. This hit close to home to me, but I'm not changing the tweet. And I'm man, get the fuck okay. on, man. <laughs> no, I, I'm telling you, I can't fucking stand him. And I talked about this before. There's a few analysts that never played sports at the game that I do respect. I'm not going to go down the list, but I really do. But the ones I really like, coaches and players, they're the best. Um, they're the best. Herm Edwards is one of the best because he's a passionate man. And he's a good man. And he's actually good. He was he was a good player. <laughs> he's a good coach. I don't know about good. You know, coach, he's got he good, good energy. <laughs> but these other guys, like you know, I mean, like you said, when he's going to show respect for what happened? Yeah. We talking about a human being playing a game. Yeah. And you want to sit here and be fucking arrogant like you you're a know it all and you're look at you. 
Yeah, there's, there's a time and a place to stand exactly. on your word. Exactly. This was not no, the time it, it to just stand be, on your word. It's okay to be quiet. Not everybody needs to hear from me when something like this is going on. I agree. You know, just shut, just shut your mouth, shut your phone, and call it a day. I agree. And they'll probably say something different when they start taking contracts away. But actually, actually yeah. uh, I will take it down. Well, then, and, you know, uh, I also read that, I, and I don't want to, I don't want to even think this, but they they <clears> thought it was all you know a stunt for advertising for the show, which yeah. doesn't make any sense to me at all. Why would you would want to do that with someone with their life on the line? Again, playing a game, you know? Man, listen. <sighs> what was up is down, what's down is up now. I don't know what is or what ain't. No, no we don't. But at the end of the day, this whole conversation is about uh, a guy who who's 24. 24. And he's in critical condition. And that's all that matters. Everything need be. Everything. At least he's in stable critical condition. He'll, he'll be, he's going to make it out of this. Yeah. You know, I, I pray to God. I, I, I pray to God too. And I think we all have. And I think we all have the good vibes out there. And he will get through this. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be the freakest thing we've ever seen in our life. And it's going to change a lot of things. It's going to change a lot of outlooks. And like you just said, kids not playing football. But it's this, already changed already. So the kids in the ghetto. Are mm-hmm. always gonna play sports, right. basketball, football, right. whatever, because at the end of the day, they don't have no choice. You know, that's this is their way out. This that isn't the only way, but it's a way out. So the kids in the ghetto are always gonna play. Of course, the the players who family and is in their lineage to play ball, just their legacy, they're gonna play ball. But outside of that, there's a lot of there's a lot of parents who, who kids are playing more baseball. We're going back to baseball and going back to playing um, uh, soccer. We're going to play soccer now. Right. Yeah. Do you think that which which sport? So say football's <clears throat> gone ten years from now. Football's gone. Yeah. What sport will take soccer? Soccer. soccer? Yeah. Not not rugby. Not lacrosse. No rugby, like dude. No. Rugby. I'm gonna, all rugby. I know people that play rugby. Rugby's just playing tackle football, no pads on. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. is, is it? Is it? Would you say it's more safe or less? No. Safe? Hell no. I have you ever hit? Have you, uh, no. Hell no. Have you ever played? Have you ever hit? You know, we all played football in the streets or whatever. We all played street ball. We all played tackle football, no pads. You hit head to head with someone, no helmet. Shit. Yeah, you, 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 you get your Ooh, bell wrong. that shit hurts, you get your bro. Bell, you get your bell wrong. You get your bell wrong. I mean, you get your bell wrong every way, but I mean, you remember playing the football in the street? Also, though, but the, the hits in rugby is kind of different, though. No. Because, you know, I mean, you're not coming running from 20 yards. There's no, there's not, yards there's, not, there's, not, there's, not, there's not a lot of contact. angles in it. Yeah. There's, not, there's not a lot of you know, angles in it, yeah. It's almost like when we play, when we play remember the, um, what's the game we used to play when it's like it's like 21, but it's football, we yeah. got the ball, yeah. we just hit them. Yeah. It's kind of like that. I, I, I think I know the name, but you just don't want to say it. <laughs> you know what it is? You know what it is? Yeah, but I know what it is. That. I'm not saying it either. Um, but, but no, so but do you remember playing football in the street? Mm-hmm. That shit was crazy. Yeah. That's like that. Ooh, you get some strawberries and raspberries playing mm-hmm. that game. So, so we have a, a study here. It says conclusion: the data would suggest that rugby is indeed a more dangerous sport in the sense that a player is more likely to get hurt while playing. However. The severity of injury is likely higher in football, considering the nature of the collisions to be at a greater speed and with less mm-hmm. control. Yeah. Pretty much what we just said. So, yeah, man. I just, it's, it's unfortunate, but you know, it is what it is. So, well, let's just hope. I mean, I just, I just want to see all positive come out of this. That's all. Yeah, absolutely. So. You know, I don't care if they'd even play the game again. I mean, then and the other thing is, I mean, you're reading reports now too that 
The NFL talked about they stopped the game. From what I heard, it they was the, the, the Bengals and the Bills, and someone was saying the NFL. The NFL was telling the players need to keep on warming up. What's going on? Bullshit. Let them do their thing. You know that's all family out there. That, see, the all these leagues, it's it is a, it's a fraternity, and they all love each other. I mean, they're competitive, but you saw what was going on. People Hell, were, yeah. you know, I mean, there's no way they should play. Not only that, you know, they're probably gonna have to get some help after this. You know, mentally, because you just see that, and you don't want to see that shit. Just think about it. Just think if you are a, a a receiver coming across the middle, a tight end coming across the middle. You mean to tell me you ain't going to have no PTSD? Yeah, hell no. Yeah. Like, but this is the thing, though. Like, this is not this this is how you know it's, it's different this time. Like, that those are normal plays that people right. make, and you know that you can potentially take a strong hit, right? This is different because this it was a regular-ass play, and this boy went into cardiac arrest. Like, I mean, of course, it's a freak. It's a freak yeah, accident. It was a freak accident, too. But the thing is, there's been some medical analysis on this, and it basically you got hit in the heart and it skipped, and that's what happened. That's what they're saying would happen. Damn. You know, I mean, I mean, and then they revived him on the field, and they had, and then they had to revive him against the you know hospital. They worked on mm-hmm. me for eight minutes. I I just couldn't imagine being a player watching someone getting CPR in the middle of the field, and that's going on. It's just got to be heart wrenching. Not, not a player. Your homeboy, yeah, your teammate, your, your teammate. Yeah, you're right. Your t- like yeah, your yeah, friend. yeah. Your brother. Yeah, I mean, your, yeah, this yeah. The God child, the Godfather of your child. Yeah, like uh, we can go on and on about it. Is this some important ass shit going or on? Or you see, your, or it's your son. Yeah. Or it's your, you know, like come on, man. Like that's that that's what makes it different, though. But hey, prayers go out to Hamlin and his family. Yes, absolutely. Wish them all the best, and um, and he will pull through. I have a lot of yeah. confidence he will. He's a strong enough human being to do it, and uh, he'll get through it. Yeah. And, you know, and since we're on the subject, I mean, when we watched all these bowl games and, you know, I talked to Mark quite a bit during the Michigan game. Again, now now you have college football that can't get calls right. Well, get, hold up, hold up. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, uh, but what every damn about, game, bro, what it's something. What you talking about, though? Huh? You got to give me specificities, homie. Well you, saw the, well, you saw the targeting at the end of the game they didn't call. Which one? At the end of the game. Talking about the Utah game? No, I'm talking about the Michigan game. Oh, the Michigan? Uh, the USC game there, that was targeting for sure. They should have called. They do, it's no consistency, but they're also they robbed Michigan of that touchdown. He was in. Yeah. Or was it, so they called it a touchdown, then they brought it back. To and the that's, hard, line, that's hard to do that. goes, and it's like, yeah. was it inconclusive that... No, that he was wasn't it. No, that yeah, was a so, was a touchdown. Yeah. so after that, the rest of the game, the everything changed. But then they came back, and then the targeting call at the end, which was you know the fact that it even happened. But it's like either get that, get it right, be consistent, or what? Like, what are you gonna like? Yeah, yeah. After they were yeah. reviewing it, the uh, sportscasters they they called in their ref right that tells them what he what he oh, would do. Yeah, he's about the color commentary. Yeah. yeah, and then they were like, and then um, he was like, oh yeah, this is targeting. And then they came out like, no targeting. It's like, yeah, yeah. okay. We see what's going on. I mean, it's just starting to ruin all the games because it doesn't matter if it's NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, college football. They see what happens. It gets reviewed and nothing happens. I mean, it's just, it's. Well, I mean, I think I'm 50-50 on it. I think, I, I think I've seen hits where certain hits where it seems like, okay, it's clear as day. That's targeting. Then you have some where there's you no, know, for whatever reason, the players starting to already go down or, the, you know, yeah. or whatever. I just don't like. There are some clear cut ones, but there are some where it just can be is up to interpretation, and I think that's where I think it needs to be more of a cleaner definition 
of like what is and what ain't because now it's starting to get kind of convoluted again. Yeah, of course. You know, no, and it's just, I mean, the Rams, when the Rams played uh, last Monday night, I forgot who they played, they threw someone out of the Rams game. Yeah. And I think, but ultimately, and I And you think, haven't even seen that very much in the NFL. Yeah, because you see it more at college. Yeah, you see it in college, college all the time, yeah. yeah. But I think, but I think you're going to see more of that just so they can show face and say that, you know, hey, like we're we're doing our part. We know we're trying to make it this. We're trying to make it that. But at the end of the day, it's. I mean, I hate to say it, but it's it's, it's kind of borderline barbaric. Like it's. I mean, we're like we're watching players go right. to an arena, and <clears throat> right? Put their because life on we're the at line. the we're at the point now when when it was going on with James Harrison when they changed the rules, and he was getting the fines. He was still in that old mentality how to hit. Now. Yeah. We've gotten to a point where they've taught letter at the younger levels to get yeah. where they're at. It shouldn't happen as much, but it still does because it's a fast and it's a violent game. It's crazy because as we know what this game is, I love football. I love it too. You know, I love it to death. But at the end of the day, like, I mean, but the players know the risk. And, you know, everyone knows what it is. But now, I guess, like I said, times are changing. Yep. This ain't the 70s no more. This no. ain't the 60s no more. No. And you could get away with that then. You can't get away with that now. Man, if you watch football back in the day, some of those guys, they wouldn't even, they'd be playing for free. I mean, they basically did anyways with the contracts they were back then anyways. But, I mean, could you imagine now? Shit. Yeah. yeah. So, it's, you know, it, Americans have to deal with themselves. They have to understand and say, what? What do we, what do we want? Right. What do we value? At the end of the day, these guys, they got to deal with themselves and be like, hey, this is this is the type of entertainment that we like to watch, and yeah, yeah. you know this is still coming from people who like to watch everything under the sun on television. So you think Messi's going to come to the MLS and change the game? We'll go out with football, go back into with football. Messi comes in, we're just going to get have no. to get behind it. There he is, mastermind Mark, throwing a fucking. <laughs> well, it's like when uh, yeah, it's like when uh, Beckham came. Yeah, but it was a little too late in his career for like you know. Yeah. But I think now with the severity of football and soccer coming in, Messi coming in, you could really get a whole nation behind that. I think. I, but can you imagine so, uh, the best athletes in football went to go play soccer? Well, no, no, is that just the best athletes in general? I mean, we can talk about basketball players. Yeah, baseball players. He met Allen Iverson playing soccer. <laughs> what Kobe about Kobe? Jay playing soccer. What about Kobe? Kobe, Westbrook, Westbrook. D Rose. Man, y'all ain't seeing these boys, man. You got um, what's his name with the Miami Cheetah? Hey, you can imagine Cheetah playing soccer. Hell, wasn't Nash a big Steve Nash a Not big? But you know what's so funny when you watch when you watch World Cup, there were some teams. I think it was the Netherlands. They had some dudes out there like six three, six four. Mm-hmm. That were gazelles, mm-hmm. just huge. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I think uh, I, I think it's more likely that. In the next twenty years, the U.S. will win a World Cup because I think it's going to go that way to get the athletes. But I think I think the U.S. is already on that trajectory now. They understand and like you know the world is 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 doing laps around us now, yeah. and they need to go get those athletes. You give these athletes incentives to come and play, or even go into the hood. Go get go into the hood and get these players. You know, so well that's what they do in a lot of other countries. And what they do in every country yeah. outside of the U.S. <laughs> Hey, what you think? What you think? Um, France no, going to do? Course. France got all them kids from the Cameroon, yeah. Benin, yeah. Nigeria, yeah. Ivory Coast, uh, Cote d'Ivoire. I can keep going. Yeah. Senegal, for sure. That's, that's <laughs> come on, man. No, I got you on that for sure. So, Look at Brazil. Brazil, they they start when they're this big to get on the World Cup team. You know, that's why so, it's the world sport. Yeah, man. So, 
Actually, you know, um, <clears throat> I think we're gonna go watch a game here soon. All of us will go to a soccer game this year. That's cool. I, I, just go, I go to Atlanta all the time. Well, I got a little hookup, hopefully, so we. Can oh, where? Yeah, yeah. We'll oh. talk off camera about it. Hmm. I just gotta make a call. You know, David Beckham. I know someone that knows somebody that knows a guy that knows a guy. <laughs> well, he gotta say in the accent though. <laughs> I know a guy that knows a guy that knows a thing or two about a thing or two. <laughs> Uh, you don't have a tea. Oh, no, you good tea's gone, thank God. Oh, I need to get some more. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, man. What else going on? What's going on? Oh, done for Mitchell? <sighs> 71. Ooh. 71. He say he arrived, baby. 71. Can you imagine that? 71 points. I mean, no one's going to ever beat Wilt. Game's changed nah. too much. Nah. I mean, but shit, last time somebody scored that much, that many points. It's Kobe. Kobe, when he scored 81. 81. And they went two overtime. Yeah. Boy, he went to the line. like he, I think he shot like 25 free throws. 25 free shot throws. Shot seven of 12 from three. Thank God Shaq wasn't <laughs> at the line. And I just love think Shaq, about it though. But whatever. Just think about every time Shaq scored like fifty points. Yeah. <laughs> just think if he could shoot free throws, so he, would he would score seventy some points. points. Yeah. That's crazy to me, man. No, it is crazy to me, and I have a lot of love for. I mean, Shaq is the man. He does so much for people in the community. But you know, he didn't. I mean, Shaq all he had to do is practice. He had that problem at LSU. Practice. <laughs> Practice. <laughs> That's why I did. Practice? That's why I had to say it, bro. You talking about practice? That's why I had to say it. I want to see you run with it right now. It's about the MVP of the league. You want to talk about practice? practice? Not the game. Not the game. Practice? And you know what? Some of these youngsters out here might not even know what we'll be talking about. That is probably going to be the biggest quote of all time. They don't know. And that and um, Jim Mora. Yes. Playoffs. 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 Actually, the one I like the best, I just wrestled from. We play to <laughs> win, win the, the game. game. <laughs> no, no, this is my my favorite one. They are who we thought they were. <laughs> hey, you know, Danny uh, Green. You know, uh, remember when Coors Light was doing those commercials, yeah, right? Dan. Our boy, our boy Dan was mm. one of the Coors Light guys, yeah. Yeah. and he he like he was on that. He was contracted to be that for Coors Light. Couldn't drink anything else, but he was contracted from Coors Light for those commercials for uh-huh. years. So the ones where it was uh, they were they are who we thought they were. He's like. They are who they well, who are they? <laughs> who then? are they then? <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that until like one like I think randomly in class. I think Aaron said I looked I looked back at Dan. I was like, Yeah, you part of my childhood, mm-hmm. dog. I think he was in Chicago when he got that when he was. But see, that. the thing is, that's crazy. Th- th- those quotes were said so many years ago. Now you see these press conferences; they can't say shit like that. Like the moral one was the playoffs. I mean, <laughs> that shit was so funny <laughs> when, he, when he because it was he because they knew. Who on the was he with the Saints or yeah, the Coast? It, it was the Saints. It was oh, the Saints. Oh man! Oh, we had some terrible teams back then. Uh, but, boy. But, but you have to love his honesty. The playoffs. <laughs> the playoffs. It's like <laughs> Iris and all of them. You know, the shit's funny as shit to me. Oh, sports center was a delight. We used to wake up in the morning and just see all of the takes of everything, oh, everything. in the it morning. It was amazing. It was amazing. Oh, and then you go to school to talk about it with all your friends uh, and yeah, shit. Man. Watch Sports Center once or twice before you go to school because it just Cause it, loop. it was on the yeah. big loop. It's still on a loop. Yeah, then you, you know? come home and you then watch, you watch the, the uh, part, of the interrupt- yeah. part, of, part of the interruption. Yeah. And then what was the other one? Oh, it's still going on probably now. Yeah, it's still going on. 
Uh, but yeah, I used to come and watch it every day. All man. that, man. Well, now, the, the thing about it is you have you have PTI, you have Around the Horn, and then there's another one. They talk yeah. about the same shit, all three of them. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But by so the end of the day, you're back an to the day, you're they an expert. Do it. You know everything that has gone on mm-hmm. in sports. I'm talking about from hockey, baseball, basketball, every sport. You heard me? Mm-hmm. Oh man, the days, man, <laughs> the days. But the difference is though, back in our day, oh Lord, what's back in our day? <laughs> Shit, I ain't, never said, right now. I ain't never said it before in my and life. I'm the oldest one in this room right now. He's saying this shit. So, but we know Aces run the same sports center back in the day. Now they have it's a brand new because it'd be I guess news I guess new news come in, mm. and so it's not the same one right. to after like after like ten and I think ten p.m. is when they start you know running on the loop though. But yeah, who's who's your favorite uh, sports center guy? Stuart Scott. That was my guy. Stuart, man. my dude, Ooh. man. Who Stuart do you think was the dude. best? Patrick, Dan Patrick. I love Dan Patrick. I but like hey, that. I like Stu though too. I mean, there's not there wasn't anybody on ESPN I disliked. I like Chris Oldman back huh. in the day. I like Chris. I don't know why but he was a cool dude, but Stu is God, man. He can't because he made it more cool. Yeah, uh, with all of his different sayings. Uh-huh. Cooler than the other side of the pillow. All that shit. I would argue the same way that Iverson added, added some much needed flavor to the NBA. Right. Stewart added that to <sighs> color commentary in sports, and it's never been the same because now everybody does it now in sports. Especially on Sports Center. I'm telling you, I'm really stu- who I really enjoy watching. Actually, Scott Van Pelt and cool. uh, Ryan Clark, when this all went down uh, well, Monday night, mm. the way they articulated everything was amazing. I know they had time. It doesn't matter. Like, Ryan Clark, to me. LSU? Yeah. Okay, LSU. But he was a great player, but he's so articulate and so passionate when he talks now. He's He does such a great job. I mean, he's got a podcast, too. with um, mm, The Pivot. Yeah, he's got um, Chicken Fred. Wing. Fred they, Jackson. Because they, 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 they called him Chicken Wing. Mm-hmm. Fred Taylor. Oh, Fred Taylor. Yeah. And I, I mean, <clears throat> I just, I enjoy watching him. And dude, he's so inspirational. He speaks. It's unbelievable. Well, you do know that Ryan Clark also was in that same position. Yes. Yeah. So it's like he's actually been there yeah, not exactly. knowing how, how things or what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, because I remember Coach Tomlin didn't even play him the right. last three or four a game just out of fear. And, like, I think he held them back purposely, like, you know, you just focus on getting better. But I remember when that happened live, I watched that. I was watching that game when he got hurt. So, but that's so why. She just brought the Steelers. Isn't it amazing they only have had three coaches? It's the franchise, man. And my you best know the, friend. You know the three coaches they had? Nope. You do, don't you? I know the one before him. I know one. You don't know the one before that? Uh-uh. Chuck Noll. Oh, Chuck Noll. Why you um, tell him? Come on, man! I knew the shit. <laughs> my um, my best friend' father used to coach with Chuck Noll. Really? Mm-hmm. But don't you think that's amazing? He's three of them. Mm-hmm. There's been three coaches go, in that franchise, a, but that's also why that franchise is one of the most winningest. Yeah, Tomlin, that guy's a beast. The class act, man. Oh hell yeah, I love Tomlin. I like him. I like the, my, the coolest thing with women with like I think this happened in week two or week three when uh-huh. Tomlin bought them some black air forces. <laughs> That shit was so cool to me, man. I say, I say, and he said he wants them boys to go out there and go run a cape on these boys. <laughs> He's like, we, we got we about to go stump on somebody right now. You, I you know what's funny about the Air Forces, though, man? They don't fit. I don't fit well in those. That's why I got to get Jays. What's that? Well, you got you got wide feet? No, I just said it, it does something. They don't fit well. Jays fit me perfect. I don't know. I mean, every shoe is different for me. I, them, I wear a different size than damn every shoe. Do you? I'm not in Jays. I, well, yeah. Jays, I can do a 13 or 14. It depends how bad I want it. Cap. 
<laughs> Otherwise, you're what? You size seven? seventeen, Cletus. <laughs> I wear a size seventeen. <laughs> he's like, I, I wear size fourteen in Jordans, but everything I, else. And this way he said it though. <laughs> yeah, I wear. I wear size 13, 14 It depends. <laughs> depends on what? Which foot? Yeah. Sometimes right. I got one foot bigger than the other one, but you know, hey, we all do. <laughs> Fucking talking some shit today. I love this. <laughs> Fuck. How can you not be happy? I tell everybody, when you ain't laughing, you ain't living in this world. Let me tell you something. I have a rule, man. And this is a whole other subject, but I have a rule where when I go places, if I don't see enough people smiling, I'll leave. Hell yeah. Because, I mean, I've been in places where, you know, in, maybe in the hood or whatever, you go to these certain spots and clubs and if ain't nobody smiling. I ain't know where I need to be at because that's how I don't know. Oh, they, they unhappy. Oh, they miserable. Oh, they looking... Oh, they they do me in right now. You heard me? I don't do that. No, you got to be around positive. You got to find that positive energy all the time, and um, and that's the truth. That's how I roll now. You got to laugh. If you ain't laughing, you ain't fucking living. And I love to laugh. Yeah, man. The vibration. I know I talk a lot of shit and have fun, but that's about laughing. And yeah, that's how I roll now. So that's where my all my growth and positivity has come from the last three years. And Absolutely. even last night, I had to drop it on a few women, and they just looked at me like I was like crazy. Like P, when we were hanging out with P and and Ill talking about compadres and he had these two girls talking about they were being a little off and Lance is talking his shit to me on the corner I'm not gonna tell you what he said on camera shit was funny as fuck though and then I walked out I go and they look at me you haven't watched compadres you can watch right now if you ain't laughing you ain't fucking living yeah they looked at me like I robbed like I just stole something yeah well, everybody happy like that <laughs> Everybody ain't happy like that, man. But hey, let them people stay over there. Oh hell we gonna, yeah! We, we gonna smile. We gonna laugh. We gonna we gonna. Enjoy That's the only way to do it, there. man. Fuck all that negativity shit. Absolutely. So yeah, um, let's go ahead and sign this off, man. I believe the chill. Oh are- wow! Look at this. <laughs> now he's gonna start singing. The man is the see. He's the mastermind <laughs> behind the mastermind. Is that what's really going on? Right. Hey, That's man. Right. He's the professor. See that P right there? That's the professor. <laughs> for I primitive. Thought, I, I, I thought I stayed for still for player. <laughs> <laughs> what's the difference? <laughs> you guys are fucking killing the game. Me. The oh, professor of the game. Huh, bro. Yeah. Anyway, man, listen. Play hey, a man. player from the. What did you say? Teddy you say? Teddy said, play a player from the Himalayas. <laughs> Player from play, the Himalayas. Player, player from the Himalayas. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, man. Hey, thank y'all for checking us out, man. I'm Daryl Blaylock. You can find me on Instagram at Daryl Blaylock Jr. On Facebook at Daryl Blaylock and on Twitter as Countryboy24. You heard me. He's like talking like Apollo again in Rocky IV with all his nicknames. Uh, <laughs> I'm Joe Rosati. Rosati and his art. Find me on the G. We good. I'm gonna try, I'm gonna try to make it like it's all simple. Then. No, I had to do because Mark got on me. This, uh, no, no, Mark Mark did this to me. He can't what? be doing da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. No, Joe, Joe started the show saying, hey, what's going on? I'm, yeah. I'm, and then uh, Mark roasted me for AKA it. A.K.A. Joe Rosati, A.K.A. Rosati and his art, A.K.A. I'm like, hey, man, you can't A.K.A. too many guys, man. And now you sound like Apollo and Rocky IV with all the nicknames. So good. That's a good compliment. You though. just called uh, Instagram <laughs> the G. He just I called Instagram. I oh, you said on the G. I said I G on the G, like on the gram. So good, man. <laughs> All right, y'all. It's Mastermind Sports. We'll Stop dropping. Listen. Peace. Peace.